Welcome to Wacker Slaps, where we look back into the annals of 2000's Indie Jonica to determine if an album, band, or even an entire musical movement was actually good or just a product of the hype machine of its time. And like all great podcasts, this is the direct spinoff of an unhinged group text that simply refuses to die. I am your host, Caleb, and of course, as always, I am joined by a couple of hardcore soft boys. Oh, yeah, and I'm Noah, and no matter what I say, no matter what I do, I can never leave this room. And I'm Adrian, and I'm your friendly podcast producent. Yeah? Oh, nice. A little German. Yeah, they like, uh, they invent words. They're so protective of their language. Well, German's nice because every word is just, like, really matter-of-fact, so, like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, Jones Street. It's like literally like Jones Streetsense or whatever. Yeah. It's like we have a word for pod. We have a word for cast. We're just going to put them together. We don't need like a, you know, we don't need to make another another word, a new word, but we cannot anglicize it. It has to be in German. We cannot let other languages into our language. Yeah. So welcome to the linguistics cast. Yeah. <laughs> Should have got our uh, friend of the show, Jesse, on here. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, welcome to. Uh, Watch your slaps, everyone. This is episode 51. We are uh, over the hill officially. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. I got a lot going on in my life right now, so I didn't even I didn't even get a pun together for 51. Sorry, fellas. Yeah, there's not much fun with 51. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, you didn't even know it. What are we doing on this podcast? Uh, I don't want to step on your line. Go for it. Okay, today we have the Laid Germans, out. hence all that German up top. We got the no twist, which we'll figure out how to say that word too. Now you know their album, <laughs> Neon Golden from the year 2003. Very much so. 2002. Spotify says 03. They US, say American? US release. Yes. Well, that's all that matters. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck about yeah. what's going on over there. <laughs> All that some, Euro. It's America, baby. <laughs> yeah. We should be reviewing the uh, Oliver Anthony song, Richmond, North of Richmond. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on. Our, uh, the Red be- yeah. Bearded Rebel. The Red Menace. Our favorite patriot. Um, we're pretty sure that song is written by AI, right? You know what that song is? That guy is, is astroturfed like, uh, to shit. But I like even lyrically, like you, you fucking say the word fudge rounds like earnestly in a fucking he, like <laughs> he is like, the perfect embodiment Americana of song. It's like, dude, how can uh the right doesn't take itself seriously anyways, but it's like th- that alone should fucking like it's like know, um, cancel it from any sort of fucking like dialogue about it. It's just like that's just fucking dumb. It's like uh Bruce Springsteen filtered through like a Joe Rogan super fan or something. Yeah. Totally. It's like Nebraska. <laughs> it's created like, a lot. If right wing scene, Nebraska. If spring scene like got hit Virginia. in the head with like a two by four. <laughs> yeah. And then you take <laughs> took him to like a heritage foundation seminar. Yeah. And then yeah. this guy would come out. I mean, it's yeah. perfect. He's like the perfect embodiment of like makes no sense politics. Like you're yeah. punching down, even though you're saying you're against. Makes no yeah. sense. Obviously, but he's it, backed by the you know by uh, yeah, big uh, Republican. The Cokes. Yeah, but come on, man. Like that song's not even good. He, like as a song, yeah. it's bad. 
Well, it's what it is, is it's it's it, there's people like that all over this country and world. Really, it's just people got 2020 pilled like they never really had <laughs> to think about politics before. Right. Right. And then everyone's like at home. There's all this like civil unrest, all this shit's happening. And there's like, fuck, I got to start thinking about it. So they're like, you know, and then they're 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 just wrong footed about it. And then, yeah, so they, they just fill their brains with the most like, I don't know, just drivel, you know, <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah but it's i was conspiracy it's good i mean yeah. nothing oh, more american no, than conspiracy but it's not even unique dude because like fucking <laughs> you look back in the history of americana whatever that means folk country there's always been like a working man's but like a leftist side of it too like all those fucking oh, yeah. like minor yeah. jams and all that shit got three and what yeah but you know yeah. and then also like fucking it was stolen from black folks and they were talking about being fucking you know tethered but to I, a fucking I wrote a, um, like, right? yeah. oppressive system and like but it's like oh this is unique because he's he's telling like it is it's like no dude this guy is this guy's like literally fucking a hundred years late on like all this shit what do you know yeah. what you got for us you said you wrote something yeah i got a little say if uh bruce springsteen's nebraska laid down some lyrics with the kind of a joe rogan right ring conspiracy lean to it it goes a little something like this oh you oh shit (laughs) there was a man called jeffrey epstein (laughs) had an island and a plane woody allen and bill clinton they is working for the deep state <laughs> so ron DeSantis, he can't save us they are all just one in the same <laughs> pretty Mom, good blow it up follow that's me that's actually way TikTok. better than that fucking... you too yeah. do this bring down honestly state, one country song you know i will i will say this i i do not agree with uh what mia has been up to but she was on the right track with that music video way back when who? MIA. MIA. Oh, yeah, yeah. That famous music video. I think uh, we should revisit that. By the way, All speaking right. of... That's uh, a political program before I would we, Before we move on from conspiracies and uh, Epstein, yeah. do you know who was uh, on that on in the Black Book who just passed? Recently? Just recently. Just... Very fresh. Very fresh. Oh. oh Buffett. Jimmy JB? Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. That makes sense. His Florida. Black Book. You think, He's, I mean, uh, he had to have been playing a couple of uh, you think he ever you know, met teen girl parties, right? What like, do you think him and Noam Chomsky talked about? <laughs> Buffett and Chomsky? You know, Jimmy little, Buffett having and, some Congress? Meeting of the, meeting of the minds? You know Jim, Jimmy Buffett and Warren <laughs> yeah. Buffett are married? That's why they had the same name? It's a it's for tax it's like purposes. <laughs> yeah. it's like no, a LLC. They were brothers, though, I think. <laughs> Let's just say they were. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Two, two pillars of business, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy and Warren. Yeah, what is the Warren Buffett, the fucking sage of oh, oh Nebraska, uh, sage of Omaha, or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, the Omaha Oracle. I think. Oracle, yeah, like that. He's like he eats the same thing every day for lunch. That's why he's successful. Anyways, this has been Fuck business cast. We Fuck could cut the globalists. out. <laughs> we could cut out a lot of this. All right, I thought we were doing a quick episode. Yeah, we're gonna do. A little, <laughs> yeah, we're getting bogged down in. We're uh, doing a, what I like to call a Motorhead episode, just like fast and loose, baby. Uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's get let's to get it. into it. So yeah, Noah laid it out. The no twist. 
Yeah, before we go, uh, Neon Gold. Is it Neon Gold or Neon Golden? Neon Golden. Oh, that shows how invested to I perfection. am. It's like a... Yeah, it's like a the Maillard reaction. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a chicken thigh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so what was their deal before we get into the background? They've been around for a very long time. It's yeah, really since the late days. Yeah, that was shocking. That was like, whoa. Um, German. Yeah, German. It's so funny that our first German is not a kraut rock band which we've yeah, <laughs> yeah. talked about ad nauseum done year, but... you know noi or you know oh, yeah. oh wait don't we usually do a review first before this part of the podcast no you're we're doing we usually do what their deal is right oh, yeah okay, we lay it out we give some content lay, yeah. lay some lay some pipe german oh. <laughs> definitely german. they they lead very german forward and also yeah. interesting kind of... they go ahead sorry go ahead. no 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 you, you're up I was just gonna say it's interesting they started as like a punk band, like a heavy metal punk band. That's and what I was then, gonna say. They're kind of chameleons, right? They've they've changed their sound up. Yeah, they've basically evolved to what this album sounds like, and then they kind of like, okay, this is kind of our our groove here. Sure, yeah, but, but yeah, they, uh, I've heard yeah. them called Indietronica. I don't think we've gone over that term before. I don't know if we've like covered anything that was like Indietronica, but we have, but not really. Yeah, in depth it, yet. You know what's kind yeah, of interesting did, though, um, like. That boys, whole, oh boys. yeah, junior boys we did, but that was boys. sort of a little bit, uh, a little bit later. I thought we did junior senior. <laughs> I think we did. No, we're covering that later. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but you know, it's more. It's interesting because we did that whole fucking Radiohead series. It's like hard not to hear like what Indietronica is in relationship to Radiohead. You know, it's all kind of mm-hmm. just post kid a music in a way you kicked know? up in the door yeah of. that was kind of the line of demarcation yeah. in history uh, for a lot of these albums and bands three oh four yeah yeah and it took sure. like a it, it took some catching up for like bands who maybe weren't locked into like their one particular sound and then yeah kid a probably goes oh, okay this kind of lays out the format that we can do and uh to varying levels of success but yeah, so that's the not West German indie tronica post rock. Uh, evolved, evolved over their over their decade long uh, post hardcore. Yes, screamo post screams. Yeah, covers it. That basically covers yeah, it. Yeah, that covers it. So <laughs> what keywords is... out there for you? <clears throat> yeah, look it up. You don't have to do all this hand holding. <laughs> no, there's, hey, there's just not much to Go to your little computer band. and type in google.com, the Notwist. Fucking figure it out. Yeah, yeah. there were um, so, you know, there's not really much. I mean, since this album is so different from those earlier records, I mean, I did actually, I don't know if you guys listen to any of the other stuff. I did listen to their no. other records. Um, I couldn't possibly do that. Some of, their, some of the songs. <laughs> the one before this is actually pretty good. It, oh, it cool. leans a little bit more into like the post rock versus like the, yeah. the electronics. Which yeah, is, you can hear nice. that in their in their DNA for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then like the earlier stuff is like just noisy rock punk stuff. Um, yeah, which is not completely terrible, but it's like what well, this is not at all what I yeah would yeah how do you expected this to kind of evolve from? Especially since a band like Radiohead kind of always had the of certain vibe even when they were like just starting out. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Versus these guys who kind of found electronic music and well i'll, I'll get into it when we get into the yeah. album background how things evolve but uh but anyways yeah that, that well, hey. that's no time like the present let's get into that yeah. what's uh what's their what's the deal with this album yeah i can get into the we review, review here we do work review yes a very <laughs> uh 
abusive. Very, um, yeah, very highly rated album here. This is a 9.2. Wow. It predates Crazy. Best New Music by a, a year or so, I think. Or maybe even maybe the U.S. release was actually probably a few months out from Best New Music becoming a thing. It was reviewed by Luke Buckman. I am not too familiar with the name, so I'm not sure how much he wrote for Pitchfork, and I didn't really look it up. But I have a <laughs> few excerpts, so this might feel a little disjointed because I just pulled a bunch of different things I thought worked from the... Uh, the review, which was pretty, you know, pretty standard. Yeah, I think that's within the vibe of this album. I think <laughs> kind that, of, yeah. That's kind of a nice the mishmash of different Honor, things. Yeah. Honor, bloopy. Yeah. yeah, a little sampler, a little synthesizer, a little banjo. But do you have uh, a vocoder you could do this review through? <laughs> and I, oh, I, saw I see all I see all your guitars in the background. Do you have one of those? Yeah, I uh, I should bring out the talk box for this. Yeah, the talk box. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> pull pull a zap. Uh, anyways, uh, I can get started with some excerpts here. So, uh, oh, as I was saying, the review is pretty like, it's a kind of like a collegiate review, which is kind of pretty standard by the numbers, just going over what, you know, who they are and what the tracks sound like and stuff, uh, with a little bit of pitchfork flair. But, uh, as I said, I pulled the things that I thought were the most interesting and spoke the most to what this, uh, record's about. So here we go. Neon Golan is replete with textured sounds, drifting and occasionally driving pulsations and mesmerizing hypno-rhythms. In many ways, this record is about textures, electronic bleats, pulsing waves, the mixture of organic instruments with digital blips and loops, and most notably, the serenity of Marcus Aker's voice. Aker's? Uh, I don't know how to say it, but I'm guessing Aker. Yeah, Marcus Aker. Aker. <laughs> with Marcus Aker singing in what sometimes sound like barely hushed whispers, Neon Golden begins to take on an introspective beauty, almost as if everything... The musicians, the singer, the music is lost in contemplative thought. Neon Golden would be a staggering feat for any band, much less a band most people had long since forgotten about or maybe never really knew. <laughs> a decade into their career, the Notwist have created a masterpiece by pulling the same trick they pulled on Shrink, their previous record, mixing things that might not seem to fit together in into a beautiful, seamless whole. Again, the unfortunate thing is that anyone outside of Europe is going to have a difficult time getting their hands on a copy. As of right now, the No Twist have released the record of the year. It's a shame that most people might not have a chance to hear it. Oh, uh, I hate for that to happen. Yeah, so I no guess this twist. this review must have come out in that period where uh, there was like a whole year between the U.S. and the U Europe release. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was definitely a period of hype building for this thing, and I'm sure this review uh, helped it along. I mean, nine point two. That's pretty eye catching, especially back in those days when they were a lot more willing to shit on things and yeah no know, this is like very it's very precious of a review i was kind yeah. of surprised there's not like you know even like for some of these reviews from a certain era like you would they would kind of throw shade even an album of like a fucking like whatever 10 you know there'd mm -hmm. still be some little like kind of back handed comments or whatever but no this is like kind of straightforward and yeah i'm surprised how how effusive the praise was on this album in general, not just in pitchfork and stuff, but to me, it just sounds like so much of the stuff that was happening at the time anyways. Mm -hmm. So I think you could hear in that review, the sort of tone of, of pitchfork and a lot of blogs where they're like, Oh, post kid a, they're like, this is the new, yeah sound of any indie rock we're looking for like, the german radio this head. is the future yeah <laughs> we got the american radio head figured let's out let's get on board now let's like, go all global. music is gonna be this fusion of 
all the things we like and yeah it's here deal with it this this is yeah, this is like it the, the fusion yeah. indie rock explosion yeah, yeah. they're packing oh, laptops and samplers or whatever yeah, yeah. but then yeah. it's crazy because as soon as that happened the like back to the garage movement like kind of exploded in 2002 yeah that's true but it's like it's 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 interesting to think about that like yeah. uh, um kind of like in conversation with one another like yeah yeah maybe people do want stuff to be a little less complicated but then also like future that stuff's yeah. kind of contrived and it's a lot of it was kind of contrived yeah. in its own way you know of like being intentionally stripped down you know and then not to it necessarily kind of... benefit i don't know this is the, yeah. the hives episode or whatever. But, <laughs> oh, well, it kind of makes sense when you think about the time, because certainly at the turn of the millennium, there was a lot of forward thinking and forward look, you know, looking forward to whatever the next latest thing is. And certainly electronic music was kind of, and mixing it with other forms of music, like, like rock music or whatever, or jazz or whatever the, you know, how Radiohead was doing it. That was sort of, yeah, the new wave of things and people were looking forward to that. And I think but once 9-11 hit, I think that's yeah. when the nostalgia thing really skyrocketed where people yeah. are like, well, we need that comfort of like yeah, totally. old New York, you know, the Strokes. And then, you know, obviously uh, other international bands like the, yeah, the the Hives or whatever. The, the Vines. Fun, the Vines, yeah. Well, that's a little bit more kind of. He was our generation, kind of shit. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> he, was. he really was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sadly. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the best we can do. 2000 kids get it yeah. <laughs> by that i mean if you like were a kid and then died in the 2000s because you, <laughs> you didn't live to realize how much he was not the Kurt yeah. Cobain. like and and very quickly so much yeah. so we can't even we don't even know that dude's name well isn't that dude isn't that story kind of darker didn't he like go crazy or... oh yeah he had like severe mental health issues yeah and like he like you getting all that his, attention uh... like fucked them all up it's yeah. so funny because like they also said that about the silver chair dude. Like, like yeah, it's like well, he had like a eating and they were both Australian. Kind of sh- shit, yeah, but, but yeah, it was like yeah. why why were we so quick to anoint There's these great, Australians? Uh, like, why are they like be like yeah? There's a great uh, Rolling Stone profile of the Vines guy. Yeah, that's the one that but kind of it kind of shits off. on it. Like this yeah. dude's actually kind of out of yeah. control. And, like, but it's funny because they're like they're like from. The moment he wakes up, he's like uh, clinging to his bong and marijuana, yeah. and it's like, wait, this guy's just a stoner. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like a just a regular to, musician. It was like it was like Red Bull and bong loads were like his drugs of choice. <laughs> for that article, hey man, uh, was, you know that's a, I was yeah, that's a hell of a mix. Yeah. That's actually probably my favorite drug ever: it's caffeine and weed. But yeah, we back in back in that era, it was all about the like the the rock stars and uh, oh, and. Whatever Joints. gets it out in the morning, am I right? <laughs> yep. oh, get yeah. you to that episode some, of The Price uh, is Right. Colin Drano. <laughs> Anyways, we can get into some album background yeah, here now. Sure. Yeah, give us some tea study. <laughs> uh, so Neon Golden was recorded in 2001 at Upon Ufon Tom Studio in the No Twist hometown, Wilhelm, Germany, which is near Munich. Wilhelm. Wilhelm, Wilhelm, like Wilhelm. the scream, right? Is that the same word oh, as yeah. the scream? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or is that that's Wilhelm? I think this is Wilhelm. I'm a little different. So, anyways, it was produced by Galore and features numerous guest musicians. I don't know who Galore is. I couldn't find much information, but uh, you know Galore. Assume... 
No, I don't know galore. Hey. There's well, there's there's numerous galores <laughs> out there, and I couldn't find anything about the German. Yeah. Galore seems like galore. a drag performer. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one. Galore yeah, is that could be one. snatched. <laughs> but anyways, it features numerous guest musicians on a variety of instruments, including conga, saxophone, cello, cajon, kanjira, and zarb, which are all, they're all of... everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, throwing it all up. <laughs> All in call here. Glenn Kochi. He's on his way. <laughs> Don't forget about uh, one of those apples with the clear back. That was definitely in there. In the mix oh, yeah. too. Uh, uh, the album was released by City Slang, uh, which is actually a pretty well-known indie label. They've released Broken Social Scene, Colexico, Junior Boys, Caribou, Lamb Chop, some artists nice. that we've covered in the past. It's a very 2000s Lamb label Chop. name. Yeah, That's Lamb Chop. Blast from the past. I love that band, but Lamb Chop's uh, pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're interesting. they're uh, they're rarely mentioned in uh, in the same oh, conversation. Kind of a forgotten band bands. at this point. Yeah, similar to to Talk Talk with like the eighties kind of nineties of bands. Like they're kind of Talk Talk, talk rules. Yeah, I love Talk Talk. Yeah, we need Trust. to talk Listeners. about Talk Talk. Yeah, <laughs> fucking uh, what's the Laughing Stock and Spirit of Eating? Spirit of Eating. Yeah, Laughing Stock. Both of those albums are pretty genius. Master way ahead of their time. Records. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Anyways, tortoise took the torch from Talk Talk. Yeah, kind of. I've yeah. invented what we call p- like post rock in a lot of ways, but anyways, yeah. that's, that's yeah. The along with the the um, what was that? Bark Psychosis. That was another um. Oh yeah, totally. very influential band and, and very. I would assume it's influential on on uh, the No Twist here. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. that on our episode. We need to talk talk about talk talk. <laughs> yeah, that would be a special uh, special. <laughs> Uh, you know, multi-part episode. Were they one. German or something? They seem They're like English. foreigners. Very yeah, English. Yeah. Extremely yeah. English. <laughs> but anyways, it was released by City Slang on January 14th, 2002 in Europe. It is the No Twist's fifth studio album. And the band it consists of Marcus Ocker, Mika Ocker, or Micah Ocker, uh, Ocker. Uh, Martin Greishman, a.k.a. Console, and Martin Ooh. Messerschmidt. <laughs> Uh, nice. The band, as we mentioned, originated as a heavy metal punk act in the late 80s, but they moved towards more post-rock and electronic sounds when they added Martin Greshman, Greshman, uh in 1997 on the record prior to this one, uh, Shrink, as we've uh, mentioned in the review. Uh, Greshman, br- he brought samplers and keyboards into the mix, and so he was the one that kind of got them thinking more of an electronic track. And so that evolved them from kind of that heavier sound into something a little bit more ethereal, something a little bit more, you know, delays and reverbs versus kind of distortion. With Neon Golan, they kind of fully moved into this sound and away from that sort of rock origin. And they took influence from a lot of different things, obviously IDM and Glitch being big ones. But also, as we talk, we're talking about, post-rock was a huge influence. You can hear that on the guitars all over this record, uh, as well as the banjo, interestingly enough. Uh, the recording process took place over 15 months and um, yeah, I combined the live instrumentation that they had been, you know, playing with. For it years. is long. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a very that, long uh, record. Oh, it's that German, you know, uh, European welfare state. Throughout <laughs> like, you know, you're yeah. able to have a little bit of luxury in your life and That's take true. your time with uh, things. You, know, yeah. you have to think about, uh, I'll get point. back to work so I don't lose my health. German care. welfare state. Oliver Anthony, get on it. <laughs> Uh, shit, I want to get on that German welfare. Yeah, I would love uh, to. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they combined, you know, the live instrumentation with some samples. There's a lot of samples throughout. Uh, samples of their instruments, samples of other things, samples of 
you know, strings and things, sampled um, drums and sounds, uh, and then the electronic instrumentation with like synthesizers and keyboards and such to produce the the sound of this record. Uh, but anyways, it was uh, when it was released, it was very critically acclaimed um, in Europe, and that helped build the hype in the US where it wouldn't be released for another year. And once it was released here, obviously it also received a lot of acclaim. A lot of uh, publications have put it on their, you know, best of list, best of 2002 or three, best of the 2000s. It was on a place at 133 or sorry, placed at 33 on the Village Voices Paz and Jot poll, which is a critics poll. Uh, and Pitchfork ranked it at 131 on their best 200 of the 2000s list. But it is now considered kind of a landmark record. I know we're talking about how like there's a lot of stuff going on around the time that it was released. But the reality of it is like it came out just slightly before all those other artists really took hold of this sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this was like a really influential record along with Kid A on kind of the rest of the decade, really. Honestly, this, this yeah. sound continued. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I got for some... Uh, album background there thank you yeah that's a pretty thorough yeah lays it all out german keep coming back to that yeah yeah um sweet (laughs) (laughs) what are like some more uh indietronica bands just to kind of give people some like frame of reference when we're talking about like the sound i know we'll listen to the album later but i was thinking the one that was mentioned was like a caribou aka manitoba like that always Mm kind of comes to mind yeah, I always um, think of they came after this album, but I think some of the kings of it would have been that Postal Service album. Kind yeah, of. that was kind of the high water mark, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I, I I wrote that in my notes too. Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of um, it really. They're depends. also doing that mashem up thing, so there's yeah. like book the books, some of that yeah. sound. That band is similar. Uh, yeah, broken That's... social scene is similar. Yeah, like that mix up of kind of indie guitar stuff with more ambient, uh, computer bleepy bloopy drum yeah, programming. I mean, it's like various shades of like what's the level of the like. I mean, you could also say like bands like Stereo Lab or whatever were yeah, like Stereo the progenitors sure. of it, they, you know. Yeah. But there's art, you know, there's bands like Disco Inferno or other bands too that were influential, and then like the like we're saying, like bands like. The Postal Service, even bands like Death Cab and things like that, where they're incorporating some some of these sorts of things, you know, keys and synths and samples. It's like it 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 really you know resonated throughout the entire indie world. Yeah, know, it really even, did. Even bands that you weren't necessarily considered maybe using these things before. That's why it's now. kind like, of like, oh, hard to parse out normal. because it was like, yeah, exactly. It was like such a part of the sound of so many bands across genres, but then something that was like specifically, you know, indie trying I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like just a catch all term. It is. It is one of those. Oh, Dantel. That's, that's the other band I was thinking of. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's sort the of other postal service. Postal service. Of, right. Yeah. But it's just, it's such a nebulous thing. It's sort of like yeah. IDM, you know, intelligent dance music, which yeah. is like, uh, first of all, that's a really derogatory name for a, a yeah because what's music. like what's the is it like other an IQ Impl- implying that the other <laughs> other electronic music is dumb yeah. but it's like it, it that incorporates such a wide variety of artists that it's like it, it almost doesn't 
it's just like a catch-all. It really is just a yeah. catch-all for a lot of different things. I mean, I'll, I'll look like I'm I'm looking it up right now just to see what like all music has to say. So it's indie electronic artists like Latigra, M83, Grimes, Hot Chip, Hot Chip for sure. Yeah, uh, was kind of used the sound very effectively. LCD sound system, obviously, kind of taking the dance route. Yeah, but that for, came all those bands you just named. I feel like they had later a, a later indie. Yeah. Well, La Tigre where, was around the the same. La Tigre yeah, was around the same but time. This this sound specifically is, it's like the contrast in every single song where it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna have this little opening banjo riff, like kind of folksy, and then all of a sudden it'll go into this drum loop like that kind of like those sharp turns like that yeah. really genre mashup i think later it became more codified where it's like if you want to make a dance album just make it all the way through mm-hmm. you don't still have to pay tribute to like indie rock like you don't have to like yeah you don't have to have that opening like, you don't have to hold into that sound anymore yeah. and i kind of think where it kind of maybe did, did the turn a little bit was like with like artists like dan deacon and stuff where it was like mm, yeah this is like a... kind of it's leaning just the tronic part of it, <laughs> yeah. you know like it's like okay yeah, you, yeah well, it's like kind of, saying, that's you don't kind of more need like... to have it founded in kind of like indie rock sensibilities it can right. just kind of be you know an electronic album which people that's, are yeah, making but for with like the punk attitude i guess yeah. yeah the diy kind of attitude yeah maybe well. the yeah, the indie part of it's like you're saying is is it's in the it's in the vibe, it's in the attitude, you know. It's, but it's not the necessarily it versus the like yeah 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 in, yeah within the sound or the the pro, the the process for which it from which it comes about, you know. I mean, looking yeah. through this list, there are some artists that like Ladytron was certainly one that was a contemporary of, of Ladytron, chick chick the chick XX. out HUD, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, the XX Mouse on Mars is kind of another one that's. Not forgotten, but certainly they're an they're an act that was that had been around and and were yeah. certainly influential. Uh, but like the knife, chromatics, you yeah. know, these are all artists that were kind of taking these elements and putting different levels of electronic versus analog or versus whatever traditional instrumentation. Yeah, yeah the sure. notes though they these... never lean dancey. They're never like dance no. punk or nothing. No, no, like, that's yeah. why they're always they're kind of strictly like strictly in that indie tronica it's it's weird it's like yeah. they're like they're probably planted within like yeah. a liminal like genre it's like i don't know it's a, it's an interesting kind of place to be as a band yeah, yeah that that whole craze lasted about i don't know two years like you could even years, hear it on yeah. like the modest mouse records where it's like oh yeah. let's put in a little blah, 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 like little <laughs> let's talk about it yeah. here's a drum loop fluttering yeah synth thing chopped up a little bit yeah. yeah don't Just even get around me started on folktronica though yeah. don't even know oh, boy like leaky lee you know we don't need to go there today well, i like i like good. your records yeah i like, yeah, that. I like that stuff. oh no it's good it's just it's or um what is that was that new zealand man what is that what were they from the, the uh, ruby suns no but yeah yes definitely them uh parade no that's Canadian. a different it's <laughs> different. I thought Although Ruby Wolf Sons Parade. was Wolf Parade. No, Ruby oh, Sons was a different from New Zealand. Although I think it was like I an do. American expat, though. I think. Yeah, I think that dude was in a different band. Yeah, uh, indie band. Uh, thinking of another spinoff. Yeah. Oh, you think of Sunset Rub? Sunset Rub Down. Yeah, maybe. for sure. Sunset Rub Down. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Okay. We move on. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> gladly. Uh, let's let's go into our own backgrounds. Who would uh, like to get this shit started? 
I can go. I have a very quick background with yeah, these let's guys. Open this. Let's, 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 I have a let's feeling open this. all of our backgrounds are going to be. Let's very, open this pit up. Yeah. Very <laughs> sparse. I did have this a burned copy of this album. My buddy, uh, Corey, Corman, he burned it for me. He was into these guys. And he was older, so he might have been following the not twist. No twist for, from the get from the jump, but he was definitely like, from the punk the, rock days. Him and all the homies, though, too, like our bro- older brothers, they were like Radiohead dudes, too. They were yeah, all yeah, like, yeah. so I don't know. Man. Well, Radiohead was punk, too, once upon a time. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, pop is punk. He burned it for me, but mainly, I think you know what it was. I don't think he was super into them. It was he was into that 13 and God group. Oh, God. Which which the, they oh yeah okay was a, uh, anti-con a, right because he was yeah. a big anti-con uh, guy yeah and in hindsight some of that stuff does not quite hold up yeah so, that uh, might have been the connection now that I think about it because he was into anti-con it. so it's probably like oh these guys have an album with these guys but anyways he burned me the neon golden and I probably listened to it like twice and was like eh, I'm not too <laughs> into this <laughs> and I think it was because there was just other bands that were kind of scratching that itch like i would say broken social scene but they they brought a little more traditional rock so i just listened to that mm-hmm. or if i wanted to be the kind of emo-esque mid-tempo indie tronica songs with catchy choruses and stuff i would just go to that postal service album you know there's other bands feeling this need so i didn't really have much use for it back then it didn't catch my attention i think i was kind of sick of all those radiohead clones at the time or just maybe i want to say they're clones but this style of album this like epic big you know kitchen sink throwing every instrument in there every song has three parts you know kind of very earnest like the singer very emotional approach to delivering vocals at times but also trying to have that detached coolness trying to be i guess german about it which was like meh not really doing it for he's me he's very german about his uh his line his, deliveries delivery yeah i guess this is a uh this is a esl ass album put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with like sepultura yeah kelly you just want to go because just my current reaction is the same as i had back yeah. then just yeah. sort of uh, <laughs> like it. whatever <laughs> indifference I, and I will just be honest up front. I only I listened to this album again this morning all the way through. Yeah. All the way through. But I only listened to it all the way through like twice. Maybe mm-hmm. one and actually I don't even know if I got through it all in one sitting twice. I did I it only took me the once. I listened it's to it many slog, times, but dude. um it's long the it, full start to finish. Yeah, I I only was able to manage it once. Yeah. And it was well, when ahead, I was Caleb. napping with the kid. You and so like I, 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 fell I do want to point out yeah, I do want to point out that the US version, which is a version that's on Spotify, does add three songs. So that does extend it uh, okay. quite a bit. Those are the last three songs. Like the last those like songs, instrumentals. That's what yes. I figured. And which I was is funny because that's a weird way to, to end it. Yeah. It's like with instrumentals, like three back. Nah. Yeah. But I think the back half of this album is so much better. And, and those three songs actually are not bad. They're instrumental. So yeah. that kind of and they takes fit the, the vibe of that back half voice, pretty well voice out of there. Yeah. So that yeah. makes sense that it was. I figured that anyways. I was like, I bet you these three songs are like an EP that they just slapped on there. Um, but at 15 songs, like an hour and 53 or 53 minutes long, it's just too long, like almost an, a full hour. But I think if you got rid of those last three songs, I'd probably like it less too. So it's kind of, I don't know, damned <laughs> if you do, damned yeah. if you don't. Yeah, for sure. 
Right on. Yeah, I can uh I can go in. I remember them being something my uh roommate Tall Jesse was into. Um he was very he's very much like electronic music of all stripes. You know, he's a big like hip hop dude, but he also yeah, he liked like Ratatat and a bunch of other bands like can't Cloud Speaking Ed and Electron. all that. Yeah, yeah, all that. Um rjd2 all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. um so he was like the the forge for all that i would go to him to kind of get these things and i always remember this band as something that would be an add-on to like a burn like a burning party or like a um, <laughs> like a cdr like <laughs> file transfer session and like people would be going alphabetical they're like oh do you want this do you want this you're like yeah i gotta have that devandra banhart whatever gotta have swans gotta have that or whatever and then it's just like the the knot twists and you're like uh, just throw it in there. You know? They're on the like, pile. Yeah. yeah, just like whatever. I think I've heard of them, but it was never like a band anyone I knew was like incredibly passionate about. It was more just like, yeah, they go along with this set of bands. So just like they're like an add on band, you know? And yeah, they left a very minor impression on me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like kind of just mellow and like heartfelt, you know? I would say though, if you asked them, they'd be like, yes, this is what we're going for. Minor impression. Yes, yeah. Very- yeah. <laughs> Disposable. Uh, we don't want to get in the way. Well, now yeah. I'm doing French voice. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's all the same. I guarantee you, these guys speak better English than we do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, it's like, yeah. yes, we make disposable albums for you. <laughs> yeah. So I remember them as like just like a chill, like a chill out band, right? Like nothing, mm, chill. nothing to rock the boat. You know, as for a chill sesh, maybe you listen to them when you're high, but. I don't know. That might make you feel like, what am I doing? Like, it's a little too much. Um, or like making out. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then Wife's Corner, uh, Jen was into them at a time, like when we first started dating, like it was a band really? like we both knew. Yeah. Yeah. She liked that chill stuff, you know? Um, yeah. But the cool was chill. The two we both completely <laughs> lost interest pretty quickly, especially. I lost interest when, yeah, when they were involved in the, um, the like the the backpack rap scene. That 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 is a that is a quick way. What does for Thirteen me. and God sound like? Do you guys even remember? I, I, I listen to a couple Loosely. songs. It's like um like glitchy like white boy hip hop, but it's like okay. very pretentious. Yeah, I think it's like Dose One in or something, or yeah. maybe the other dude. The one who's no longer yeah. with us. I don't know. Um, uh, maybe I'll do gel. Maybe gel is in it. The thing with the anti-con that um don't do listeners, fellow co-hosts, like don't don't do it. Don't do a revisiting. Um no, I think I every might. band was a super group. Every band yeah. was like a co so it's like kind of hard to navigate like what's good, you know, like what's the difference between 13 and God and deep puddle dynamics or whatever. Yeah, where do yeah. I start with subtle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. But uh yeah. I do remember they were from Oakland. Uh, port. They were from uh Oakland and Portland, Maine, which is weird. That's uh, an interesting mix. Yeah, an interesting mix of bands. But um, anyways, I'll just go into how I feel about it now. I, I my I don't think this is a bad album per se. Like it's p- pretty pleasant sounding music, and like you can't really question their, you know, their their earnestness or like you know they're how, like genuinely interested they are in like making music and kind of exploring things but i just it's more of a matter of set and setting it's like i have no idea when and where i would listen to this yeah, no use moving move, move, <laughs> moving forward like i was like trying to i was listing off some things with jen i was like is this like long drive music but you're like no it's a little too sleepy i was like napping but it's like 
it's somewhat engaging too. So like you don't, it's not going to like lull you into sleep or like, I don't know. It's not going to like burrow in your subconscious. Like, you know, like good napping music can be. It's not furniture music. Yeah. Um, but you know, everything is like I said, is, is like pretty well done and like clean, but at the same time, I think that kind of gets in its own way and everything sounds a little sketchy, you know, Mm -hmm. like, is this, it's almost like kind of, not in terms of like the quality of the production, but in the term, like in terms of how they wrote the songs, they almost sound like demos. Like, are you, is this fully formed? Like, is this, it, I don't know. Everything kind of just seemed like a little, a little bit of a, yeah, exactly. A little bit, a little undercooked, a little bit of a treatment, you know? Um, yeah. I think that's a choice, but I, I, under, yeah. I see what you're coming, where you're coming yeah, from. If you liked and it, think, you would say it was a deconstruction. If you didn't, you would say <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. Exactly. So I kind of fall on the more than the negative side of that, but, um, but you know, they're well-crafted enough, like, you know, pop tunes, they, you know, they have a good kind of sensibility songwriting wise um but yeah like i said it's a little too laid back a little too minimal um i mm. love minimalist music like do not get me wrong but to overlay that with like yeah. pop structures and the indie thing it it, it, it kind of translates into something that's i don't know needs to be maybe more a little bit more fleshed out yeah so like and it also kind of lacks dynamics which is kind of weird to hear that they used to be like a hardcore band and a post-rock band or whatever like <laughs> where it's like loud quiet dynamics are just part and parcel to that but they kind of flattened everything yeah too flat. In a way. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think uh this, i don't know anything that leaves like a minor impression on me i just think i always say it needs to be freakier and needs to be hornier or both <laughs> um it's kind so, of what are they call not too it? horny though neither not to don't get too horny fair nor foul what is it yeah another <laughs> yeah. fish nor foul fish nor uh, foul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's it's just a little too even killed it's just a little too i hate to say mm-hmm. it I hate to say it a little too german yeah, <laughs> fair enough. yeah, a, yeah that's where i'm at all right well Adrian, uh, come can... on redeem this bad boy let's <laughs> let's do some positive criticism uh okay okay i I think i can get you i think we can get there yeah we need to be fair and balanced here yeah come on i don't want to be hard <laughs> like on our favorite both sides i don't like our favorite hard. news channel Fox. i'm rooting yeah. for these guys when i listen to this <laughs> album on. i'm like okay yeah yeah we got it we got it i'm like nah, no <laughs> i lost interest <laughs> <You> lost it. <laughs> uh i want to uh, like so, it but well so similarly to you guys like it was always this was always a band that was like there and around and spoken yeah. of but not necessarily like highly praised it was just like oh yeah that the yeah they're kind of like radiohead right or they kind of have like uh you know kind of like um whatever electronic music right uh so like i first heard about them probably right around when this record was you know getting hyped uh it's kind of when i was first really deeping uh getting deeper into uh indie rock and reading pitchfork every day and stuff like that so must have been around then I never really got around to listening to the whole thing. I mean, I heard a couple tracks. I, I definitely heard the first track, One Step, whatever it is, One Step, blah, blah, blah. And then um, One with the Freaks was the other one I heard. And I was like that track like a lot. The freaks. But I just never really. Like, are you one with, with the it. Freaks, though, guy? <laughs> like, you seem pretty normal. You seem uh, like somebody's <laughs> coworker, you know? Like, it's, I don't know. I prefer my Freaks on a leash. Yeah. Um, right. I put mine of the industry. <laughs> I prefer mine coming out at night. Oh, oh very good. I prefer mine 
the Todd Browning movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one but, of us. One of us. Oh yeah, Gabba Gabba. Hey Gabba. Yeah. Is that what this song's about? One with the freaks. Oh. Is it like one with the freak? Like the freaks are here. We'll do one song with them. Or are they at one with the freaks? That, mm. That's the my reading of it. It's, well, I'm one with the freaks. I'm an outsider. <laughs> or it's like this one. We get a little freaky. Uh, you guys might if I get a little freaky for a second. <laughs> yeah, let's get freaky. Yeah. Interesting questions. Uh, but anyways, anyways um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, it was enough to like make me maintain interest in this record. Like, I was always like, I'll get to that one eventually. Yeah. It's on the list. It's on the, the to listen list. Uh, but I never really did get around to it back in the day. So that's kind of the history of it in the past. But now uh listening to it i'm like well this is definitely something i would have liked back then quite a uh-huh. bit probably more so than you guys because i definitely leaned more into like the indie stuff back then and i think probably more into the electronic stuff back then a little bit yeah um probably. but it definitely because it like incorporates a lot of things i like i like post-rock i like idm you know i i like samples i have samplers i like synth and guitars i have a lot of guitars and have a synth and glitchy textures and stuff was going you know, people were going ham with it around the turn of the millennium. And so I like, I, you know, it's, 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 it's good. There's uh there's a record. I can't remember that one record that was like the glitch record that everyone was talking about, but uh, Amon Tobin. No, he's a little bit more smooth. Song? It was uh, something actually, else. Smooth it with was it. like, was that like John soda or something? I'll fucking, I'll think of it later after we finish. But anyways, so like I like all that stuff. And then like, you know, there's horns and dubby bass lines and you know, I do like sad boy vocals, but just I don't know. There's something about all these elements that just don't quite coalesce into something that's like truly, really like uh-huh. pleasurable or like, you know, repeatable, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know, which isn't to say this is bad, but like I do go back and forth on the vocals. Like on the one hand, like they've eh, they fit with the music and they yeah. sit well in the mix and stuff, but on the other hand, like they do kind of get a little bit like of cloyingly annoying. Question the, the choice of it. Like you're like, that's the right choice, but it's like mm. it still doesn't fully work. I yeah, guess. like would so this be like... better if he was not singing this song song? Like <laughs> yeah. and most of the time it's like, yeah, probably. Like you know what someone... he should have done was like a little robot voice, like a little like talk to text kind of or One text to talk kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, would be cool. A little fitter, happier action. Like, yeah. yeah like exactly. Air. Didn't that band air kind of do that? No, they time? well, they have the vocoder kind of thing going yeah. on for sure. Um, so like, yeah, this this is there's elements here, like it all should add up to something I like, but it just it's never really never really gets over the hump for me either so i like and, and i also see how like this was influential like the mixing of all this stuff it's, it wasn't uh-huh. necessarily new i mean obviously like happy mondays and other artists were doing this stuff well before the you know turn of the 2000s but you know i, I can see how this they made this fresh and how definitely like this incorporating like the indie rock sound with samplers and stuff was was definitely kind of popping off and starting off around here and they were definitely the progenitors of it in some sense but you know, as we said, I think the Postal Service really took this to like its kind of logical conclusion. Like it, it like that was that was like the pure version of this where it was like, OK, we're not really fucking around. This is like indie yeah. electronic in the purest sense of the word. We actually have like a huge indie rock star on this record has the one half and an electronic musician on the other half. So this is, you know, it's kind of the epitome of the genre. But should have done that album. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to that one. I mean, that's too big <laughs> for us not to cover at some point. 
Uh, if we had a soundboard, one I would put on the soundboard is the schmear. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but you know, I I agree. I think the back half and especially those those three additional songs, I think that really solidified that back half of that record. I think it would have been a little bit more the shaky. He was yeah. uh, he was getting freaky. Yeah. <laughs> getting freaky with that fucking uh those keys and fucking synths and shit. But you know, I, I think that the the I like it where there's more electronic elements. I I feel you guys where it feels like skeletal or demo esque or just kind of void of some you know it's missing something to me i like that i like that there's air yeah. in these songs because oftentimes with the indie electronic like there's just too much shit going on there's yeah, too totally. many noises going on you know they're using it to fill in a space as opposed to like adding to like the, right. the thing and like i don't know some artists do well some artists don't i think Let it's done breathe. well here yeah you need you i like to hear air between the instruments even if they're electronic or whatever like i like to hear space and air it helps you kind of digest the music more and especially music that this sparse to begin with like yeah production it suits it uh but i understand it also being like a little too too far in that direction but you know i liked it i i don't know if i'll ever really i i might return to some of these tracks but I, like if they, or if like they come up on like a random playlist or something like I, I won't skip them or anything but is it a full record that i will return to again and again i don't think so uh <laughs> but i yeah, do i did like it you know <laughs> It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's just fine. It's just fine. It's middle of the road. And I, I want it to be better. I wanted to enjoy it more, but it just, it is what it is. And I did like it. I did. And, you know, honestly, it, it is a good record for some things. Like, I think if you're working, it's a good record. Yeah. Especially you if go. you're doing something that doesn't involve a lot of like words. It is good you're for under, that. Under anesthesia, you know, put that on. <laughs> yeah. You know. Pop that on when you're at the, you know, getting your wisdom teeth out or whatever. Doing, <laughs> doing paperwork. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Something <laughs> you don't really have to think taxes. too hard about. Cause you, like you're saying, like it requires just a little bit of like, the most amount, minimal uh, amount of attention, but it is a little bit like, it's not, you know, or something where you can yeah. kind of just have it on. Right. It does require a bit of brain processing power, but yeah, you know, cool. overall kind of a meh. Yeah. All um, right. Well, let's leave it at that for a second. Let's take a quick little break, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll give it a listen. You know, give the old college try. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Wacker Slaps. We're talking about the where we land on the pronunciation of this band. The Notwist, like as not, a notwithstanding. notwithstanding. Uh, it's it the is, no twist. Yeah, it's the no twist. So it's no like twist. an anti M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> it's like anti uh chubby checker yeah <laughs> i wish this album had some chubby checker vibes yeah on let's it. twist again my friend <laughs> <laughs> that guy got the formula down I'm gonna, I'm gonna do one song you do a sequel that's, that's it you get two songs for me I'm gonna write, write that it out, out for the next fifty years. <laughs> and be, yeah, what a what a great title for a sequel. Let's twist again. Yeah. Like, you know you don't see that in movies very much, right? Is there any again titles for a sequel? Yeah, like it's again? not. Yeah, it's not Spider Man again. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Batman. A forget Batman again. Batman, Batman again. again. again? <laughs> That's good. Dude. You gotta save That's that for your how letter I feel box. All these <laughs> movies these days. That's oh. well, like uh, was it again Teen Wolf this? Two? T O O. No, yeah. 
That was clever. Kind of as clever as Chili's to two of the movie yeah. world. Yeah. All, All right. right. Let's, let's uh, listen to this bad boy. This. Does anyone have any slaps? Adrian, do you have a slap? Yeah, I have a few. I a see. Few. <laughs> <laughs> I see that we share one, Noah. So I think we should go with that one. Yeah, uh, this one uh, kind of marks the line of demarcation as far as a decent album versus the top half, which I think is leaning towards a, a mediocre album. Yeah, kind of clunky. They, the, yeah, they they tear down that wall. You know. This is like nice that Berlin Wall. Nice, Gorman, Yeah, Ish Fanon, Balena. R.I.P. He died. All yeah. right. Uh, I got some here. literature yeah, we're, that we're, you we're, should really look into. Yeah. Right um, but we're I like this for your song. nephew, though, guy. Like... <laughs> yeah, he's a real straight shooter. That, <laughs> yeah, that um, I like this uh, song. Have you guys tried had... to listen to that guy? Just sorry, this is oh, off topic. RFK oh, Jr. Like literally his voice. Yeah, he died too. No, our his <laughs> his, his, his dad did. Oh fuck. no, but it's just hard. Like him yeah. and DeSantis both have very grating, terrible voices in different ways. I mean, I understand RFK is from like some shit, some uh, other shit, but like I'm shooting just... up Skag for like fucking twenty five <laughs> yeah. years. But he talks like this, <laughs> like he talks like it. Like, it's just it's so hard to listen to. It's like yeah, God. but he's ripped. And then you listen to the things that are actually coming out of his mouth, and it's really hard to listen to. Yeah. Anyway, like yeah, we gotta like fucking not withstanding. Yeah. <laughs> we got really political on this. Yeah. Well, notwithstanding, yeah, we gotta German. talk about politics. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Germans this... not very political people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Caleb, I think you should. Uh, you should watch some History Channel. Uh, well, what do they say? Fascism is the child of uh, the politically homeless. What? Anyways, this song. What is it called again? One with the freaks. The one with the freaks. It is the freakiest song on the album in that it has yeah. like an actual guitar riff. I think the guy's voice <laughs> is good on this song where it's like, why wasn't that your yeah, voice? Yeah, because he, he steps it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it works. he gets rid of that vocal breathy shit that plagues this album. Yeah, it's it has a good, it actually has a groove, which I like. There's yes. Some, this would be the one song that I would come back to. I think it's actually a legit Agreed. slapper. Agree. Yeah. Caleb, any thoughts? I was, it's the most straightforward kind of indie song. I was, yeah. I was actually listening to it right before we started. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it has all the, like the hallmarks of like, you know, a, a pavement influence band or something like that. Pavement you know, it's just sure, like, yeah. it is not jarring, but it is like, it does kind of set itself aside from the other ones. Mm-hmm. The other tracks, by how, yeah, got guitar driven and indie capital I it is. It's yeah. A glass of water in the desert. <laughs> Yeah. After six long tracks of, uh, yeah. Speaking of the desert, uh, shout out, uh, we're praying for everyone at Burning Man. Yeah. Prayers up for, uh, yeah. all the CEOs, the tech billionaires, <laughs> the, yeah. you know, and their druggy friends and pals. We're Coming out the mud. Up. Anyways, wrote, should we... yeah. So I, I just have a couple of notes here. I wrote that it has kind of, um, Matmos vibes. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, that's kind of like, that glitchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're very much you know sample based, doing weird shit with it, getting getting super, you know, esoteric and uh, conceptual. Um, Were they on Conan? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
the dude was like sampling the dude the other dude's back with like a contact mic oh yeah like, that's I, right i remember uh, that that's dope yeah conan man back in the day that was always like you could always get count on him to bring in the the weirdos the freaks yeah that's where you went for the freaks anyway the industry yeah so like i think that and i agree i think this is the right balance of like the sparse electronic and the trad indie like there's a good amount of air and everything and it does have like a legit straight up indie sound but with like an electronic sort of presence to it as well yeah so let's uh let's listen to it shall we do you guys have any timestamps, or should I just start it from the top? No, you can start from the beginning, and then like when it transitions into the rocking part, I think it's probably the best part of the whole album. So, like like halfway through or something. All right, here is "One with the Freaks" by the No Twist from the very top. Come on, baby, <laughs> do the No Twist. Kind of got some trop rock going on. That sounds like a, a Cheryl Crow song or uh, Soak Up the Sun. Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it has a little stereo labish, kind of that yeah. loungy indie tronic sound. Rest in peace, yeah. Jimmy Buffett, by the way. We're talking about trop rock. Yeah, well, he got a shout out earlier. We'll probably nah. have to cut that out, though. Stuff at the beginning. Most of the first 20 minutes we can dump. <laughs> no, it's, going, it's all going in. It's all going we'll go straight into the shitter. Right. Uh, Here's a little bit more. Here's more towards the middle. I'm not sure if it's the rocking part, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, we'll just leave it. There, there we go. go. little jets to brazil or something yeah yeah, yeah good good pool i was yeah. gonna say there i are like some, that song that's a good song it's good uh, there's some like emo-ish tints to like yeah his vocals, totally which and he can know. sing i'm like what the fuck why didn't you sing like that the whole time <laughs> yeah like he had he does have this some breathy pipes. vocal shit that he's doing for the whole album i think he just was going with the vibes of the rest of the album which is kind of pulled mm-hmm. back right kind of yeah. uh sedate but yeah, let's get more towards the the outro here. So here's a little bit uh, of that. Yeah, thank you. What what the freaks? Thank you, all the freaks in Munich. Yeah. We love coming out here. Thank you, Strasbourg. <laughs> okay. Um, but honestly, that could track that could track could slot in with any of the top indie track any track indie yeah. tracks of that era, right? Like it, it fits track? right in. It has an anthem okay. that meta quality too. And it's like one with the freaks, you know. It's kind of calling yeah. your uh whatever you're one shout with shout out freaks. to your audience. Yes, you always need one with the freaks. <laughs> yeah, one, one for me, one, for, one, one with, with the, the freaks. freaks. This one's for the freaks. Yeah, <laughs> that old rule. Yeah, in indie rock. Hey, make sure you get the. Freaks hey, it works in for there. Marty. It works for me. All right. Yeah. Yep. All right. We got yeah. anyone? Got another another one? I know you. 
Caleb, you had one. Yeah, uh, I got a slap. I want to say it's like a slap per se, just based on how the song sounds. You know, it's yeah. not like, oh, that song fucking rocks. But I think it's one of the instrumentals at the end. Um, yes. Yeah, that's a Propeller 9, which yeah. sounds like a celebrity vodka brand, but, you know, <laughs> forgive it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what um, is that? That's like, is that like Ryan Reynolds G. That's, or that's aviation Aviator, forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which What's... I heard is pretty good. This is like, what's Dom DeLuise's son? Dom DeLuise had a son? Yeah, he's an actor as well. Anyways, I was going to make a joke. Oh, yeah, he's in um, NYPD Blue. Anyways, we can cut this, but... uh... (laughs) You guys going to do an NYPD Blue rewatch? Weren't you doing that, Noah? Is it possible? Is it possible? Because I can't... Where is it streaming? It was on Hulu, I think, for a while. Uh, I watched... We, Me and Kiki watched, like, four seasons. I want to do a Homicide rewatch. That was the one I remember. Hell, yeah. Life on the streets. Life Dude, I used to watch streets. that with my dad every Friday night when I was like yeah. 10. It was right my show. <laughs> right after Urkel. Isn't it fucking homicide. hilarious that we were just watching like ER and fucking NYPD <laughs> Blue? We were just like eight years old. I mean, like, this yeah. is fucking, this is TV. These are it's adult quality. themes. <laughs> it was adult themes, dude. <laughs> shit, but shit they did, it did, I don't know. They didn't like fucking talk down to us too back then. It was just like, uh, yeah. Nah, 90s, good times. No, uh, right. But anyways, Propeller 9, Propeller yes. Nueve. Do you have yeah. a, any more notes on this? Yeah, the whole song's pretty minimal in its construction, so it's like kind of the the same vibe. But yeah, it's it's just like a um it's just a cool instrumental, you know. It it has like a lot of the depth that I felt a lot of the instrumentals on this album like were lacking. Yeah, it kind of lets itself get absorbed and you know add some extra layers and stuff to it. Um it's very radiohead indebted though. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, it's a. <laughs> I jokingly call this a kid B minus. Hey, that's uh, that's not too bad. That's a, that's a pretty good grade for me. Yeah. Uh, yes. Especially back kid in the era. Um, yeah. As somebody who had a sub three uh, all through high school, I, I definitely I would have loved a kid B minus, but the old yeah. kid B. Yes, uh, I. I don't really have any other notes besides that. You know, anything else to say? No, I don't really remember what this song is. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I think it's the best of the instrumentals on that. The little just, tacked on ones. Yeah, just it's pretty good. Should sure start from the beginning or yeah. propel it? All right. Into, call into it repel. I got nothing. Nah, I'm like, <laughs> should call it repel number nine. <laughs> I'm pulling Repellent out. number nine. <laughs> Propeller number 911. Uh, here is Propeller 9 by The No Twist. Got some nice. That's like a dub. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say drum and bass light kind of vibe. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, just slide that shit over into like the middle of it. I think yeah, that kind of yeah. it's a little. Let's see, we get it at uh, two ten here. Let's see. Well, kind of sounds like a burial a little bit as well. Yeah, you know, artists like that uh, dub the original kind of. Uh, Bass and dub music. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> dub step. 
Well, dubstep, but like glitch house, two step, and, and all that stuff as well. Ugh. Let's see. Let's see if we can find something else. Yeah, pretty cool. Bloops and bleeps. What else we got? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pretty atmospheric. Pretty cool. Yeah. I agree. It's a nice, it's a, it's a yeah. nice little uh, instrumental. Like I said, it's not, it's not a it's not a severe slap, but you know, it's a it's a cool little instrumental. Yeah. Shut up. Pedal nine. Nice little right. ditty. All right. There you go. Sh- should we go dark? <laughs> Gonna go dark here? Where's the way? Did you I, have I a think, slap? Yeah. Oh yeah. We got That's to right. at least yeah, one more slap. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I will say I will mention I did I did like the song Pilot. That was a song I liked, even though it's kind of a basic track, but it's got a nice kind of again, it's sort of uh presaged as Franz Ferdinand Fran excuse me, Franz Ferdinand, Block Party, that kind of style of uh, you know, indie music with some fancy vibes or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And then I think we do, we do got to call out the intro track because I think that one step inside doesn't mean you understand kind of a mouthful, but I think that that's a good intro and it kind of encapsulates a lot of the stuff that's going on. There's sample strings and sound, there's basic guitars, there's, you know, electronic beat, but there's also organic drums over it. Uh, and then it's got the wayfish kind of vocals as well and really clean production. But the one I think that we should talk about is, is the titular track. Uh, Neon Golden, which it's an interesting track, and it actually kind of really evolves as it goes along in a very interesting way. It's it's one of the longer tracks. I think money. Dare I say it's their most tracks. it's their most German sounding song too. <laughs> yeah, I, I would <laughs> <Right>? not disagree <laughs> with that. Yeah. Uh, a little crowd blast. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely yes, uh, uh, very ger- Germanic for sure. But uh, I don't know. I I like to. It's the kind tonic. of has like a haunted country vibe to it. Like yeah. the, the kind of the banjo, the spacey banjo, the echoey banjo. Um, and then there's like a nice kind of interesting rhythms going on, and additional rhythm stuff going on um, with like sampled. That's probably where the kind of the cajon and some of that other you know kind of more exotic drums and things kind of comes in. Um, and it also it pulls like the kind of the loud quiet loud to like shift into a higher gear thing pretty well, which they try to do a few times, but it doesn't really always hit as much as this as well as this does. So I thought that was pretty cool. But unless you guys had any other thoughts on this one, I can go ahead and play it. No, it's a it's a good song. You're like, uh, it it reaches at something that I wish the rest of the album did, you know, um, and it has, they the, try something with it, right? Yeah. It has more dynamics and it's a little bit more like fuller, you know, in a lot of ways. It's a complete thought versus what you guys are saying about the other ones, which are kind of more, uh, should be more fleshed out or could be more fleshed out. I think this one is fleshed out in a nice way, but Noah, anything? Before I play? No, it's good. Yeah. All right, here is Neon Golden, the titular track from Neon Golden by The No Twist. The No Twist. Previously on Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) This season on Justified. (laughs) It was Justified. Tonight at nine on Justified. Boyd Crowder cooking Boyd that Crowder. math again. He's up to it again. He's got his six shooter. <laughs> yeah, this definitely has, has prestige TV vibes all over. Dude, that is an entire genre of music. I think that's the yeah. only genre of music that's There's made that um, whole it's Portlandia like... sketch about yeah. it. The twangy prestige TV yeah, introduction right. song. Yeah. 
Let's get a little Speaking bit of more prestige TV, that. it's Michael DeLuise, who was Don DeLuise's son. Oh, yeah. He plays Sipowitz's son. In yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. His older Blue, son. His troubled child. Hmm. And then uh, he was also in a movie called Solar Babies, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Which I believe they covered on another podcast that I enjoy. Uh, how did this get made? A shout out. But. I want to get a little deeper into the track here, Neon Goldman. So here's a little bit more. As I said, this this track kind of evolves as it goes along. So we might hear a little bit of that, but this is about two minutes in. Uh, so here we go. Whoa. North, rich man, north of rich man. So you hear some of that kind of glitchy texture. A little stomper. A little stomper. Uh, they have all these little tricks in their back pocket. I feel like they just didn't use their yeah. toolkit well, to I mean, the best advantage on this album or something. I think they just pulled their punches a bit because that's what they were going for. But I think a band that's been that had been together this long and naturally has that, you know, they have little things that they know how to do now, especially yeah. when they're bringing on that um, you know, console or uh I forget the dude's real name, but he you know, he had already been making electronic music for a while, so he's bringing in all these little touches and flourishes as well. Exactly. Uh, but let's get a little bit further into here. Let's see if we can get some of the different vibe here uh, towards the end. Some more Neon Golden. It's kind of amnesiac vibes a little bit. Totally. All right, you get the idea. But that, to me, that was one of the better tracks on here. And uh, definitely one worth uh, revisiting versus some of these other ones. So, yeah, let's get into the uh, into the wax, shall we? Into the wax here. Um, Beyond golden. It's an <laughs> <Yeah>. airworm. <laughs> he also sings on that one, too. And, you know, it's it's, it's a little bit different decent, register. You know? Yeah. It kind of has a higher pitched on that one. Yeah, it works um for wax i got shit i mean you you kind of do we pick. all share one <laughs> take uh, your pick i think i think throw it, a dart uh, at it this room or solitaire uh i, I, I had think the solitaire. most egregious one is pick up the phone that's oh no i'll let you guys pick up okay we'll go with pick up the phone i i will just say oh looking here on the notes adrian pick has it as a phone. super slap <laughs> oh you got me uh i would just say that the one that the, the only track that really was grating to me was solitaire i think that there's just uh-huh. something about like the fucking rhythm of it and it's so it, long it's yeah such a, uh, yeah it's tough, actually not that sledding. long it's only three and a half minutes but it feels uh, like longer three. it's a yeah. it's a plotter is what i wrote here but plotting uh, yes yes but it, Let's get into um, pick up the phone. What what are you guys' thoughts on that? Uh, Again, just that, too long. It's creepy. Long. Yeah, <laughs> the breathy like vocals a, are too much for the, me. It's like a stalker anthem. Yeah, this Caleb, you're pick saying like ESL <laughs> kind of. Yeah, which is nobody's fault. I mean, we all understand. <laughs> like, it's what did they say that uh, English <laughs> is the phone. is the language of rock and roll? Like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna fault you for that. Um, oh yeah it's a little grating yeah and i think it just like embodies that that 
fake soft boy shit you know where mm. it's just like i don't know and this came early in that too where it's just like i'm a sensitive guy but i need to be very obvious about it you know mm-hmm. never um, trust those guys by the way yeah yeah totally do not pick up the phone <laughs> you guys got a timestamp uh, for this or should we just from the top uh that, just, that, that chorus i think is just grading what is that like 20 seconds uh, in. Yeah, what are course? What are course? 40 seconds generally, I think. Yeah. Let's uh what I mean, he repeats it for like two minutes at night. Yeah, let's split the difference. Let's go. Let's try 30 seconds. But interestingly enough, this is one of the more played songs. Maybe because it's the third song. I'm guessing it's because it's the third song. Hopefully it's because it's the third song. Um, but it it's I I do see why that is. Like Jen was mm. singing along to the song. She's like, okay. Like the knowledge that she didn't like it, she was just like, Oh, yeah, the, the pick up the phone song. I remember that one. It is memorable, like in a way, like it has like a you know, like a kind of pop song, like catchy catchiness to it. Um, I can see that, yeah, it just yeah. catches me off guard, yeah. All know. right, well, unless there's anything else to add there, let's listen to this one. This is Pick Up the Phone by The No Twist. Okay, guy. Okay. Let's get to the pick up the phone, shall we? I feel like that drum beat, he needed to like space it out by a measure or something, too. A little... It almost has the cadence of one of those like late 90s one hit wonders like like closing like, time or whatever or yeah or oh, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was that one we were only freshmen oh the verb <laughs> verb yeah. pipe no no no, no the, the verb. verb pipe the verb pipe, pipe. Oh, okay oh yeah that's reverse that yeah the verb is uh the English the bittersweet band. bittersweet yeah, yeah. cool <laughs> <Got that. laughs> pick up the phone no, you're at home. <laughs> Looking in your window. This song is your ringtone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> that was good. Uh, good stuff. All right. Is that, are we good on that? I think, we, I think we're good on that. We're Let's good. Yeah. Listen, no more. No. <laughs> hey, Adrian, do me a favor. Pick up your phone and turn that song off. <laughs> Click. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Whoops. then you said solitaire, right, Adrian? You wanna... oh, yeah, I can, um, I can give us a little, yeah. a little, uh, little taster of that. Yeah, again, bump. just kind of a slow song. Uh, a clunky. Let's see. Let's try from the middle. You think the dude was on his laptop and he was like uninspired? (laughs) It was just like he saw the solitaire, (laughs) like on the drop down menu. (laughs) It was like 2001 or whatever. It's like that was the only thing he had on the computer. He's like, oh, I just read a song about that. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, here it's is so satisfying though when you get it all and it does that like that. Should have wrote about the 3D pinball, uh, game Minesweeper. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's good. Uh okay, so solitaire, here it is. Here's from uh the middle, which if I remember correctly was uh pretty grating. So here we go. Let's see what we got. Overcute. <laughs> we never will manage to be root only twice. 
Okay, go. Yeah, it's a little slog. And then there's that like weird slog glitchy rock. like crackle slog going rock. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That just it's it's not pleasant. And he tries this out kind of badass a little bit too. Like <laughs> yeah. I think he's like being a little tongue and cheeky. Yeah. yeah, he's he's being a little cheeky, but you know, but yeah. Does not uh it doesn't quite land it. I think if you're trying to make a stupid song, <laughs> it can still just be a stupid song. Song, yeah. <laughs> that's fair enough. All right. I think that uh that about covers that it. That about huh? wraps it up. Yeah. All right. All right, let's rate it. Oh boy. Here we go. Be nice. Um, I'm gonna. I'll be very. <laughs> there nice. we go. Do it in the metric system. Remember, we rate it in the metric. I'll be very nice. Millimeters. So, I'm gonna give them the nicest number, sixty-nine. Oh, 6. okay. 9. Whoa. That is, right. the, that is the best number. Six point nine, almost a seven. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I have no use for this album. <laughs> Didn't make me want to listen to the, their other stuff. Kind of made me want to leave all this shit behind. It oh, almost okay. made me not want like to listen podcast? to like Kid A for a while either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of like leave, on Kid A. <laughs> leave this 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 trend of style of music in the past where it belongs. Fair enough. Caleb. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna give it a huh. That's a tough number. Probably, I'm going to give it a 6.5, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's how you feel. Yeah. Uh, See, I mean, it's like, I don't know. That's a little mean. I I called it like B minus earlier, you know, but. Go with your gut. Yeah. Yeah, 6.5. Okay, so 6.9, 6.5. I had two numbers in my head and I was going back and forth between them, but I'll give, I'll, I'll give them the extra, just a little extra push. Cause I'm feeling a little bad for them right now. I, mean, <laughs> I did. Enjoy, I did. It was not an unpleasant listen. Uh-huh. Despite there being some unpleasant moments uh, or some moments that I didn't. Yeah. Uh, the greatest sin much... is that it's a little boring. Yes, exactly. Um, but I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a seven, nine. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Generous, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's a good record, uh, but it's not never achieves greatness. There's a few moments of greatness, but overall, it's just it it leaves you wanting and uh, it's cringe AF. <laughs> I w- no, I wouldn't go no, that far. No, it's not cringe. It's not. I I think it just leaves you wanting, and then there are better, as we've discussed quite a bit. There are better versions of this. There are better bands. There are better artists that are doing the same thing a lot better. Obviously, Radiohead being the number one, but. They're just other stuff that I would rather put on than this. So yeah, I'm a seven nine. It's respectable, but you know, not quite yeah. over the peak. I don't know. Catch me on the right day. I might bump it to seven nine too. You know, it's just so um nothing for me to hold on to, I guess. Mm. A yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Kind of like sure. uh you know, cotton candy or something. Just <laughs> uh empty calories. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so that leaves us at a seven point one. I think that is that is yeah, fair. That is right. adequate. That's not bad. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. I think if they like reviewed an album like this now, that oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. squarely where it land. All right, what's next? How long have we been recording? Oh, I, I didn't put up the number, but uh, oh, yeah, we've been doing good. good. Good, good amount of time. Yeah, 
Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, so what happened to um, um they're still going, I guess. No still at it, apparently. Yeah, they uh they as of um yeah, well, their last record was of not a twist twenty twenty one. But as of uh I think two thousand seven, the or let's see, two thousand fourteen, Martin Greshman, aka a console left. He was the programming keyboards guy. And then the original drummer left in 07. So it's definitely a different makeup of the band now. They have more um, there in spirit. But they're, yeah, the, the sounds, it's still similar in sound. And they did release a record actually two years ago. And it's, it looked at pretty decent marks. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever check that out. But out <laughs> there, listened, if, you, if think, you're interested, go ahead, check that I out. I think by accident, the, you know, the, it was just like an auto autoplay on one of their news. Yeah, a yeah. couple of their new songs. I, I thought it was cool. It's it's definitely instrumental. There's what I heard. There was no vocals, which was a plus. Yeah, it says here. Just looking through some of the reviews, says this is uh, while the past releases were more concrete pop, these are a little bit more abstract and moodier. So, might be interesting. Might be a better uh, track for them. Yeah, uh, for sure. Sweet. All right. Did you have a game, Noah? Yeah, if we have time for it. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Let's run it okay, through real quick. Okay, this game is called Sprachen Sie Deutsch. Know your German. <laughs> I'll give you guys oh some clues boy. and you name that German. Okay, born in Austria. This amateur painter, yes. He... Oh, <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go for real. It's all, it's, all, it's all musicians. Okay, formed in Munich, this new jack swing duo had five Billboard Hot 100 oh, tracks from 89 this. to 90. Yeah, go ahead, Caleb. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It's right Millie now. Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Yeah, buddy. Got the I guess German. they were New Jack Swing. Huh. Well, because the <laughs> I think their real band was from like Philly. Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the actual music. New Jersey or something. Yeah. So they would have been New Jack Swing by default. Yeah. Okay. Founded in 1965 in what was then West Germany, these rockers have been pumping out solid metal tracks and pop-infused ballads to this very day, 18 studio albums later. Hmm. I know this. Yeah, Caleb, you know your German. The Scorps, baby. One of my favorite bands. Rock and roll. Their first five albums are fucking phenomenal. Check them out. Rock and roll. Like, just fucking pure... Fucking very fucking great. I would definitely start with uh Flight of the Flight of the Rainbow. That's that's a good careful if you buy that Virgin Killers album. Do not buy that. (laughs) You might get flagged. Ouch. Good John Uli Roth is one of the fucking sickest lead players ever, but that album covers it's a crime. It's unfortunate. Okay. I mean, literally a crime. Yeah. (laughs) In most reasonable jurisdictions. Yeah, definitely crime. A couple more. Okay, go ahead. Give it to us. IDM or intelligent dance music first oh. hit big in the early 1990s. The same time these Dusseldorf electronic duos came into being, mixing trance, industrials, and glitchy ambient. Yeah. Is this uh Ottaker? Close, yeah. Oh, then this is is this Venetian old? stairs? They have one of the best band names. Oh. Pretty good German. No, I'm not gonna. Hmm. Hmm. Nobody? Ahead. Well, I'll give you a hint. You take the modest and you mix it with the 30 seconds and you have this band, yeah? Oh, this is Mouse on Mars, is the band that yeah. I'm talking about. 
Wow. See, I even I memory hold this band. Even yeah. I also Mars. I don't really. I don't think <laughs> I've given them their due. I think they have a couple good albums, right? Mouse on, Mouse yeah, on they Mars. do. That's what I'm saying. Like they're kind of underappreciated, even though unfortunate they are kind band of name. That might be a. Is that a lost in translation situation? Oh, maybe, maybe. Or is it, it must be from a reference. Yeah, I wonder. Okay, probably, last yeah, one here. We think we might have lost Caleb. He's on baby duty, but we'll we'll finish it out. Formed in West Berlin in 1967, this band has had 25 different lineups with only one constant member, Edgar Forisi. 35 members? Yeah. 25 different lineups. Wow. Whoa. And they're Edgar German? Forisi. Serving the crowd rock. <laughs> oh, it's a crowd rock band? Is it? I think so. Well, electronic kind of. They're oh, huge. Tangerine Dream? Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, oh, like, yeah, of course. A lot of lineups for. That's, I, I didn't realize it was that many lineups. <laughs> That's Jesus. a lot. Yeah, I knew that there was like a lot of turn turnover. Yeah, but... there's like a lot of satellite bands and stuff too. But that's crazy. Wow. Because aren't they kind of like a cult too? So it's like mm-hmm. you're, well, yeah, you're out. You're totally. out. A lot of those crowd rock, but they have like they they all they're like intentional communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Can't yeah. Come back. So <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are like wake up one day and they're like, holy <laughs> fuck, where am I? It was a yeah, different what, time. Man. What the fuck is Amon do? What, what am I doing? <laughs> All right, that was it. Nice. Good job. You guys both won. Or I guess Kayla won. Yeah, Kayla, you got, <laughs> you got the German down. Eh, I like the Germans. They make some good music. Oh, um, hair, blue-eyed guy. That's another yeah. German. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And my hair's brown, I think. Fair Dirty. Dishwater brown. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, come back next time because things are going to get heavy. We're finally doing that group intervention we've all needed for so long. Just kidding. Um, we'll be exploring that. Uh, that did not land. <laughs> we're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were like, uh oh, uh, shit. <laughs> what's happening? I got a lot of things to say about you people. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're doing uh Boris's seminal album, Pink. Woo! Uh, two thousand five Japanese release, two thousand six U.S. release. Nice. I cannot believe that album came out when I was a senior in high school. That's insane. Yeah, anyways, we'll be doing that. We'll be getting heavy. Kind of our first little foray into blog metal, if you will. Hopping yeah. into that pink. Yep. Getting a little bit, uh, getting a little droney, getting a little, yeah. getting a little heavy, getting a little experimental. There's some good, like, bubblegum pop on that album, too. There's, there's yeah. Some, it's albums all over the place. Boris, uh, oddly good. enough, not German. No, they're from Japan. <laughs> from Japan, named after uh, a, a song Melbourne by song. a Pacific yeah. Northwest band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be an interesting one, folks. Yeah, no, that'll be good. Yeah, well, let's let's get into it. I'm gonna It'll pop be that on today. Very right much, very much a change of pace. So. Smoke a bone, <laughs> put on Boris. Oh, you got to, you got, you got to. to smoke a roach, roach Ooh. it up. I might even yep. have myself an afternoon cup of coffee. Let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. Get pumped. I know. I'm about to do the same myself. Well, cool. Thank you for joining us for the Notwist episode. Uh, thank you to Kiki for our slapping theme song. Thank you to Adrian for our awesome production work. Uh, thank you to Noah for keeping things moving, being our spiritual leader here. Um, fans, listeners, countrymen, go check out our website. That's wackerslacks.com. Wackerslacks.com. Folks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, let me your beers. Uh <laughs> Make sure to follow us on all the socials. That's at Wacker Slaps. We are on Twitter or X or whatever. We're on Letterboxd. Really. We're on yeah. nah, kind of more blood. or less. 
Well, anyways, just after Google. Elon took over, we're just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Yeah. But you can follow us there if you'd like. I know we're old school Jack Dorsey, uh, you know, stands. Yeah, but make sure to uh, go to our website, which I already mentioned, but you can go to our email as well, blackerslaps at gmail.com. That's where we can have some exchanges. Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, make and, requests, uh, folks. Yeah. 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 Totally. I really want us to talk about. Our reviews have gone stagnant. Yeah. Like we, we need your subscribe. help. We need Even your if help. you've given us one before, give us another one. <laughs> yeah, Double down, sure. folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please clap, as Jeb would say. Yep, exactly. Hello, my dad. Um, for Noah and Adrian, I'm Caleb, and this has been Whacker Slaps. And as always, we leave you with this unresolvable question. What made Milwaukee famous? Sweet. It's a Western, yeah. <laughs>